1: So the past week, I want to thank all the Gun for Hire supporters and the minimum amount of douches, by the way. Uh, I, want to thank, I want to thank everybody. So many people, uh, I guess, after my tirade from last week's show, gave me well wishes and didn't ask me carry questions. But a lot of them <laughs> premised it with this. I have a, no, I'm just kidding. How are you feeling? <laughs> so I, it was, you made me laugh. I'm doing well. I'm walking slightly with the cane. Rehab sucks. It's definitely for quitters. Uh, PT is, is tough, but I'm on my feet and I'll be back to work, uh, part time, uh, starting Monday or Tuesday, by the way. So I want to thank you all stupid carry question of the week. Can I qualify with a single action revolver?
0: Of course you can.
1: Mr. Ricochet, Mr. Ricochet, good luck shooting the course of fire with it. I guess so. If that's what you want to qualify with, and you want to be that guy or girl, then go ahead and do it. Damn. But now I want—I want to get into my rants. I've been getting hit from every angle, and with true stuff. There is a ton of towns, municipalities, and a county that are unsurping us law-abiding citizens' rights with this carry thing, making shit up, nice. adding extra shit, and it's not going to be tolerated. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to read you a quick line. Everybody focuses on the 2C code, the criminal justice code in New Jersey, when it comes to us with possession of firearms or using firearms, transporting, etc., etc. I want every town worker and clerk, and police officer, and elected official, and police chief, and mayor, and council member, all of you to listen to this. There is a criminal justice code called 2C colon 30-2, official misconduct. A public servant is guilty of official misconduct when, with purpose to obtain a benefit for himself or another, or to injure or deprive another of a benefit. That's aimed at you guys. Injure or deprive another of a benefit. A, he commits an act relating to his office but constituting an unauthorized exercise of his official duties. Knowing that such an act is unauthorized or he's committing such an act in an unauthorized manner. B, he knowingly refrains from performing a duty which is imposed upon him by law or is clearly inherent in the nature of his office. Official misconduct is a crime of the second degree. If the benefit obtained or sought to be obtained of which other, another is deprived or sought to be deprived, it is a value, of two, or a value of $200 or less. The offense of official misconduct is a crime in the third degree. Listen, ladies, gentlemen. Town workers turning applications away, telling them they need a psychiatrist letter, telling them they need an interview, tell them they need pictures of their guns. I'll go on and on after this. You are committing a criminal justice code 2C colon 30-2, official misconduct, and you can be held personally liable. We can not only sue you and your town and your county, but we can sue you personally. You can lose your job. You you lose that pension that you're working for, you know, 20 or 25 or out. If you want to make law, you need to run for political office as an elected official, a.k.a. another hack, And make law and bring it to the governor's desk and have him sign it. Until that time comes, your job is to enforce the effing law. Black and white. And if you have the AG guidelines and you have the state police guidelines and you have the SP form for carry and the the, uh, mental health background check, that is what you follow. The state police put out a bullet point of what is required. Anything additional is official misconduct, official malfeasance. Learn this. I'm telling you, it's not going to go well for you. Strike Force. Remember Strike Force with the carry permitting Mm -hmm. and stuff? Dan Schmutter is back on the prowl, ladies and gentlemen. And it's Strike Force at ANJRPC.org. Here's a big one. Colts Neck, whoever the police department is there, we want a letter from a psychiatrist that it's okay for you to carry a gun. Dan Schmutter sent one letter, and that is no longer a requirement. (laughs) So I don't want to hear from everybody out there. What does the NRA, what does ANJRPC, what does CNJFO, what does SAF, what does NJ2AS, what does FPC do for New Jersey? Shut up, you people, okay? Okay. I just saw a post today. We need to get rid of the Firearms ID card. Yes, we have a case. That was the tip of the spear raffle. It's been going on for two and a half years now. If you were a Second Amendment advocate, if you were a true gun person, you you would know that and you'd be involved. As soon as somebody posts that on social media, they lose all validity with me because they don't know shit that's going on. And then the next thing they'll post is, well, the NRA doesn't do anything for New Jersey. (laughs) The NRA doesn't do anything. Really, who backed the Bruin case, jackasses? Right. But here's a guy I just met a few weeks ago. A very young kid left a favorable impression on me. He kind of listened to what I said in my posts. And I want to write to you, I want to read to you what he did. He goes, This is all part of their game. I wish you could see the communications log I kept. My police department has an email phone response rate of about 5%. I very reluctantly gave my PD a week of no contact after successfully trying to reach them daily for about 10 days. During the week off, I drafted a more strongly worded email, which I eventually sent to the chief and copying the permit lady, New Jersey State Police, and the New Jersey Office of the Attorney General. I got a reply email the next day telling me to come in and drop off my carry package. (laughs) Sam, Gregg, Sam... Let me tell you something. You're our future. We need more people like you. I told them when I saw this post that I was going to steal this. Everybody that's been bitching, the police department is adding extra stuff. People are going to the police department, Sandy, and they're like, we haven't gotten the directive from the state police yet, so you can't drop your stuff off yet. Oh, come on. Okay. We all know that's a lie. Yeah. That's a lazy lie. So let's revert back to 2C colon 30-2. Print a copy of that out and when they won't take your application, tell them that you're going to be reporting them to the New Jersey Attorney General's office that they are violating 2C colon 30-2 as official misconduct. You can also print out the state police's uh, bullet points and you can print out the AG's guidelines from the 29th of last month. I think that that might send a note because what I've been trying to convince our legal eagles is we need to pick somebody and we need to file criminal suit against them, like today.
0: Yeah. The yeah,
1: first person absolutely. we do that to right, right. is going to be the person we burn at mm-hmm. the stake and we send a message out to everybody else because right. then we could clip that newspaper article out and attach it to our application yep, exactly well, or right. put it in the signature of our email.
0: Yep, you're absolutely right. That's the only way that's going to get their attention because that's the only thing they care about, that and attending the uh, municipality conference down in Atlantic City and getting sauce. That's it. That's all they ever care about. They care about their job. They care about their pension, and they care about their, their 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 cute little bonus bucks that they get from time to time, and that's about it.
1: You know, after you walk out, they giggle because they gave yep. you our time. Yeah, you know, you're that, right? absolutely
0: right. They roll their eyes. And <laughs> I had it. another
1: right. one today. Try to drop his shit off. I told him we didn't get the direct right. yet. Right. now, now yeah. for every town that's doing that, there's about a hundred towns that aren't doing that, Sandy. Wow, that's good. That's There's about 50 towns. I'm sorry, it's about 50. We're getting about 10 percent out of the 565 towns and municipalities. We're getting about 10 percent where or they're just making shit up. Okay, and it's they're the just same
0: culprits, I bet. Right? Is it? Yeah, we
1: just we just had another town. They want a fourth application. Not what? three, two sided. Oh, they want a fourth one, two sided, which I don't understand. They get one, the state police gets one, and 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 uh, and the prosecutor judge gets one. And listen, eventually the judge is going to be removed from this process. They're also saying we don't know what the guidelines yet. We're waiting for the prosecutor's office. Come I mean, I, I got I got such shit here. There is such shit going on, you know uh, that. Uh, that these people are just really they're really killing me uh they're making their own stuff up as as we go along and it's it's just horrible and again we have to start suing the shit out of these people. And I know listen, Scott likes to do it a certain way. First he wants to have Dan send a letter yeah. listing the two C code for official misconduct and he wants them to flip, he wants to get the easy ones. Uh, you know, Jersey City is still fighting and adding all kinds of illegal shit. Jersey City is saying they have to have they have to have everything. Okay, Jersey City is like, well, no, you have to have all four things, not just one or two or three of the things. Uh, So how how about this, Sandy? This is from the county prosecutor of Bergen. This is from July 5th, effective July 5th. Uh, 2C-583 was amended to require applicants who apply for a firearms ID card are permits to purchase a handgun to provide proof of training. This training requirement applies to pending applicants and permits. This is a flat-out lie. This has been reported. The, yeah. This is Prosecutor Mark Mussella. The permits can still be processed right now until the AG and the state police issued the directives per the legislation. All those permits can be. So he's going to hold... Everybody's FID cards for the next two or three months. Oh, man. So let's go back to what was it? Two C. Let's see. Two C colon dot thirty uh, dot thirty colon dot thirty dash two. So this is a bunch of bullshit. Okay, they're going to be holding people's FID cards up the entire county of County of Bernie Bergen. I ran this a few past a few high-profile criminal and civil defense attorneys in back in Bergen County. And they want this case against the yeah, prosecutor. I'm sure, yeah. Okay, yeah, he's You're, he's
0: been known to do this forever. This Bergen case. is Bergen is one of the, it's worst. One of Ke- the worst. Kevin Kevin Origini,
1: yeah. uh, one of my uh, gunsmiths, he says that uh, Bergen is always beat to the tune of their own drum in Bergen County. I don't think it's going to fare well for them. Yeah. Uh, under the Bruin decision, you know, Thomas made it pretty clear yep. of what we're what we're dealing with here, and uh, you know. Uh, okay, so I want to I want to talk to you about some of this. So here's my buddy Kerry. All right. So we gave him a qualification about his his qual form, and on the qual form was listed our instructor that he was PTC certified. All my instructors are PTC certified. His law enforcement agency kicked it back. They want printouts of my PTC instructor's certifications.
0: Ah, that's a breach of contra- confidentiality yeah so my f- <laughs>
1: luckily um, uh, one of my guys he works for the ag's office yeah and he lashed back out saying that i'm approved by the state police my stuff is listed on the state police website right. so he says i'm going to offer you a courtesy he goes uh, he goes please accept my apologies for the extra steps you had to take for the law enforcement officer making stuff up he copied the cop in this email by the way what your department is asking for is illegal but attached are my PDF files of my law enforcement police training certification as well the New Jersey State Police authorization approval for me to qualify retired police officers and security guards in the state of New Jersey this approval must be requested only through the New Jersey State Police and takes months of vetting I strongly encourage you to direct the department to contact the New New Jersey State Police Firearms Unit and the AG's office to speak to them about proper procedures. They cannot make up laws and procedures as they go along. The only authorized qualifiers in the state of New Jersey are those same qualifiers authorized to qualify retired police officers. The state police is the only agency to authorize qualified uh, law enforcement officers in the state of New Jersey. Any firearms questions by any police department should be directed to the state attorney general range master or the New Jersey Police Firearms Bureau. If you have any additional issues or concerns, please direct your uh, information to me. Will, that's all I'm just going to give you his first name. Alright, my guy works for the AG's office. <laughs> okay? Alright, seriously. And these departments are saying, well, copy. <clears throat> so, now, so now my guy he came in and qualified. We gave him the form, but my instructor's credentials on the form. Now he has to come back to my range. My instructor has to print out PDFs of his forms and give them to him because they're just adding shit. All right. They could go on the state police website or firearms unit and email and say, yo, is Will G, is he approved to be? Yes, he is. (laughs) Oh, no. Gun for Hire has been doing it for 29 years with illegal instructors. Right, right. We've been doing it wrong all along, but now you, Mr. Police Officer, Mrs. Clerk, Mr. Prosecutor or whatever, you're just going to start making your own shit up. We've been following the letter of the law for 29 years, and now all of a sudden justifiable need has been removed. That roadblock that you've been leaning on forever for screwing us, classism, racism, classism, let's call it what it is. So now because you lost that, you're going to invent new shit. I cannot wait till the first person goes to jail, loses their pension, and has to pay a fine. Yeah. I want to see that person on the cover of the Star Ledger. I want to see it on NewJersey.com. I will have it framed, and I will hang it in the range. <laughs> I will and put it in every port divider. It would be wonderful
0: to see, because this shit has been going on for years and years and years and years, and they have abused their power for their sole, for the sole purpose of Just antagonizing those that they do not like. And those people is us.
1: Is us. They do not want us to have a gun. Okay. They do not want us to have a gun. Here's another one I get from this guy, Brian C. Tonight, I thought I'd share my story with you. I spoke with my local PD's firearms officer in person today. They have always followed the rules. I dropped off my $6 for purchase permits, which are ready in less than a week usually. We chatted about my upcoming CCW application. I live in a nice town of about 16,000 people in it. There's only one CCW holder in it before Brune. I will be about the 13th applicant in a town of 60,000, 16,000 people. He said he can't wait until they give the CCW process the Farr's treatment. That's coming soon, by the way, which allows purchase permits to be issued in less time than Nick's currently taking. He could not believe that the process needs snail mail for the CCW applications <laughs> and repeated one of your statements about how the judges are going to process all the applications. They're going to be removed eventually. Yeah. Uh, thought I would share that with you as it may make you laugh to give you a break on the CCW questions. And I was thinking about your knee. Keep up the good work. And all you do is a two A uh, leader in New Jersey. By the way, the fingerprinting has a mandatory case number requirement, even though the municipal code sends it to the right place, driving to Brewster or Chester, New York next week to get finger print it because my prints changed from the last time I was printed for firearms. <laughs> yeah,
0: that happens you a know, lot.
1: You know, Brian C., Governor, Governor Corzine uh, thanks you for your donation. Yes, he does. By the yes. way, he, he thanks Absolutely. you for your donation. And uh, so again, every town is different. Now that town he was talking about is in Bergen County. Now the Bergen County prosecutor obviously doesn't like gun people, so he's going to be putting up roadblocks. I know some prominent attorneys, criminal defense attorneys, that put their carry permit in already, who made it clear that if one roadblock is put up, they will sue immediately. So there is stuff being done, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't know what you don't know, what's going on behind the scenes with the two way groups, and that's everybody, all right a lot is going on. Just because we're not out there pumping our chest and screaming about it, it is in fact going on. And they're going to trap themselves by doing stuff like this, okay? Uh, I had a guy contact me yesterday. Like I said, you have to come in for an interview and bring the guns you're going to carry. We want to take pictures of them. Okay. I don't understand what that's all about, but okay. And then the, uh, anyway, I'm going to skip what I was going to say. But Let's talk a little bit about uh, Bruin. And
0: when you stop and think about that, Ant, right? What? That is a violation of the law. Mm. And they're they're asking you to violate the law by bringing a firearm into police headquarters when that's not one of the carve outs. Of the ridiculous laws in the state of New Jersey.
1: Okay, I'm going to have to run that past Napping. You can you run that past Napping? Yeah, you will because I, I won't because I can I, I don't like Napping anymore. I like Lou Napping. I don't like Evan anymore. You don't like I, don't, Evan I ran, you ran cold on Evan. Yeah.
0: Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll run it past him. <laughs> well, the last
1: him. email I sent, Lou answered before Evan, so now really? Lou is my favorite. Uh, That's how it works with me. Is that how it what works? What have you done for me lately?
0: Lately, yeah. 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 You know, a gun,
1: gun for higher radio here. we we're we're. we're uh, we're very blessed because uh, I'm the vice president of the state NRA. I'm an NRA board member, and uh, I had a long talk with NRA, ILA, uh, yesterday on the phone about what's going on with the House and the Senate with the assault weapons ban. And I can't really talk about that uh, in public, but then we have the best two-way legal group, even David Jensen in New York, and uh, and then we have Scott Bach, we have Dan Schmutter, we have Evan Knappen, we have Lewis Knappen and then uh, Frank Pisano, and then also we have uh, other 2A heavy lifters out there doing God's work like Mark Cheeseman and Jay Factor as well as Tony Simon and Alejandro Rubian and, you know, uh, Dave Rosenthal and Teresa and Dan and uh, everybody in CNJFO, they're, they're so active. We're very, very lucky, and I forgot about 30 or 40 people, and we're the same 30. 30- oh, and Melissa Dini down at uh, – her range down in South Jersey, which I can't think of right now for the life of me, but it'll come to me in a minute. It's in the Cherry Hill area. But uh, we, we nice we range have, by the way. Yeah, we're very, very lucky that we have so many people that are that are lawyers and two way activists and willing yeah. to stick yeah. their neck out. Absolutely. And just a clearinghouse of information <laughs> and support and how quickly we can react. Even though for most people uh, that, that that listen they, they want it to go quicker. You know the the judicial system doesn't work quickly. We know that. And we have to tee up cases. And JFactor is working on something huge right now um, as well. And uh, obviously our guys uh, in the ANGRPC and NRA are working on a ton of stuff. But, you know, like when we need money and we need lawyers and we need help, Scott Bach and I can get on the phone and we can call NRA and we can call ILA direct. And, or when we go to our quarterly meetings, we can we can get stuff uh done and then we have representation in trenton we have darren goins and we have rob nixon our lobbyist so we have a lobbyist that we pay for through anjrpc we have the nra lobbyists we have two lobbyists fighting for our rights down there and uh, then we have alexander ruby <laughs> from nj2as down there kicking ass and breaking stones too uh with his press pass god bless his soul yeah uh, so he gets to get into all the stuff so that murphy can ignore him for questions but uh but he does some uh, he, does, he does some great video filter work I don't want to talk about. But support all of those groups, please. People ask what they can do. You know, and then the Firearms Policy Coalition, we have the case going on right now with, to get rid of the FID cards. The assault weapons ban overturned. The 15-round magazine, magazine case is coming up. And then all the other things, the low-hanging fruit that we're going to start the suing for. Uh, but, you know, let's just reflect real quick with Bruin. And, you know, despite, you know, Thomas talked about removing the two-step approach to the Second Amendment. And what's going on now with these towns, they're adding a second step. Yeah. Right? We already have multiple steps to get yeah. a permit, but that's because that process has been around for almost 100 years. Right. And believe me, once we get rid of the FID card and we go to pure NICs, we're going to sue to get rid of the carry permit as well. Yeah. All right. So we'll we'll do the best we can. I'll probably be way retired by the time we get that over to goalpost. But I got I got to say, it's sixty one years old. We have concealed carry in New Jersey, ladies and gentlemen. I yeah, know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, Clarence Thomas wrote, despite the popularity of this two-step approach, it is one step too many. Yeah. Okay, he wrote, step one of the predominant framework is broadly consistent with Heller, which demands a test rooted in the Second Amendment's text, as informed by history. But Heller and McDonald do not support applying means and scrutiny to the Second Amendment context. Instead, the government must affirmatively prove that its firearms regulation is part of the historical tradition that delimits the outer bounds of the right to keep and bear arms. So now he's saying for the first time it is the government's job to prove that they're not infringing in our rights. Right. It's the opposite now. Right. And that's what I want people to understand what a big game changer it is in plain English. And then he wrote, we decline to engage in means and scrutiny because the very enumeration of the right takes out of the hands of government, even the third branch of government. The power to decide on a case-by-case basis whether the right is actually really worth insisting upon, Justice Thomas wrote, we then concluded, a cons- constitutional guarantee Subject to future judges' assessments of its usefulness is no constitutional guarantee at all. Do you see what he's saying there? You cannot leave it to activist judges to decide what passes as constitutional scrutiny or not. The man is a genius. Okay? A genius. He wrote, in the last decade of Second Amendment, if the last decade of Second Amendment litigation has taught this court anything, It is that federal courts tasked with making such difficult empirical judgments regarding firearm regulations under the banner of intermediate scrutiny often defer to determinations of legislatures, Justice Thomas explained. The Second Amendment is the very product of an interest balancing by the people, and it surely elevates above all interest the right of law-abiding citizens to use Firearms for self-defense. I want to see how many judges are going to write
0: around that. <laughs> I want to see. I know. Okay. You know they're going to they're try something. They're not going to give up. We knew no, this right away. No, no, way. no, 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 no. They're just I know. not going to go roll over. And- but,
1: then, but then Justice Alito in a concurring opinion, reinforced Thomas's rejection of the tiered scrutiny approach to the Second Amendment. He goes, under that approach, a court, in most cases, assesses a law's burden on the Second Amendment right and the strength of the state's interest in imposing the challenged restriction, Alito wrote. This mode of analysis places no firm limits on the ability of judges to sustain any law restricting the possession of a gun. So he wrote, like that dissent in Heller, the real thrust of today's dissent is that guns are bad and the states and local jurisdictions should be free to restrict them essentially as they see fit. Justice Alito added. That argument was rejected in Heller. And while the dissent protests that it is not rearguing Heller... It proceeds to do just that. Heller correctly recognized that the Second Amendment codifies the right of ordinary law-abiding citizens to protect themselves from lethal violence by possessing and, if necessary, using a gun. That's significant since there are cases pending before the Supreme Court that hinge on lower courts applying balancing tests rejected by the court duncan versus bonta a challenge to california's ban on standard capacity magazines the u.s court of appeals for the ninth circuit used this test even after a three-judge panel from the same court found that california's law simply cannot pass constitutional muster whether analyzed under strict or immediate scrutiny all of our cases are going to get overturned ladies and gentlemen all of our cases are going to get overturned i can't be stressful enough in telling you that these words were so strong. Now that was a two-page snick, snippet of a hundred and thirty-five-page majority ruling that Thomas wrote with Alito concurring. Breyer wrote something about uh, suicides and gangbangers and so I don't know. Uh, he did a dementia. Uh, a brief before he retired. So it doesn't have any light. It's not His, his, um, his minority opinion is not going to have any bearing on any of our cases. So for all of you out there that have your panties up in a bunch and saying when are we going to get 15 round magazines? When are we going to get this? Just hold tight. Just hold tight. This is going to be good. We have some of the finest legal eagles in the world across the country with FPC, NRA, uh, uh, and all of your state associations out there. And uh, you're going to see a lot, <laughs> a lot of people being pissed off. We are finally on the other side of the fence, and I can't stress that enough. Now, I want you to keep uh, sending me. And contact me. It's Anthony at Gun for Hire. Okay? I want you to continue, continue sending me towns that are adding addition restrictions. You're not being a pain in the ass. But please feel free. Save time. Send it to Strikeforce, S-T-R-I-K-E, F-O-R-C-E, at A-N-J-R-P-C.org. Strikeforce at anjrp Strike strikeforce at dot org. Take pictures, anything you have, send it. Because, listen, Dan is retained by A-N-J-R-P-C. He will just draft the letter. He will send it to whoever's in charge, the prosecutors, police chief, mayor, whatever. And nine times out of ten, when they read it, they're like, oh, shit. You know what usually happens? Someone will run downstairs to the permit department and say, (laughs) are you guys actually adding shit? Well, yeah. You know, we don't want these people to have guns. They're unwashed right. masses. Right. You know? exactly. oh, okay, well, well, you're on notice that you can be sued for this, and if you're sued, the town can't come to your defense because you're going to be held personally liable for this, and you're looking at uh, criminal charges. So looks like you're not going to retire in the Outer Banks in that beautiful home with your five <coughs> pensions.
0: It's going to interrupt their donut break in the morning.
1: Exactly. And listen, it's not just cops. We're talking about a lot of clerical people out there. We're talking about a lot of uh, municipal (coughs) judges. We're talking about Superior Court judges. And we're talking about prosecutors out there and and their staff because they all have this same attitude where, oh, look, another carry permit. Let's hide it. And the 60-day rule is going to be challenged eventually, too. You know, we have the 30-day rule for carry permits, which we lost twice But now we have the Bruin decision behind us. So the first town that takes 120 days or 200 days to approve or disapprove a CCW and says you have to go back and qualify again, now we have the Bruin decision in our back pocket because a right delayed is a right denied. And Thomas, in his, in his motion, in his majority brief, he said you can't add undue stuff, unnecessary stuff, time constraints, additional fees, et cetera, et cetera. He made that quite clear.
0: And they have and, been doing this for years, so they're, they're so used to it.
1: Correct. And again, the backlash is going to be just like this is how New Jersey lost their right to not let us carry a gun by not giving an inch. They lost a mile.
0: Yeah. And you know what? You think they
1: learn from that? No, No, they're not not going to learn from that even
0: put it together.
1: Correct. They're going to continue to put up obstacles and you know what's going to happen. They're going to get slapped in the face with a bowling pin. Yeah. I'm telling you right now they're going to get slapped in the face. For you youngsters out there that are getting active in the Second Amendment, this is going to be a glorious time for you. People like us, we dragged this shit up the hill yeah. for, uh-huh. for, for 30 years, yep. and I don't want anything for it. I just want a little credit that we were part of it, yeah. and we dragged this up a hill for 30 years. Now we put you on a, 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 a over the hump, and you're going to dra- be dragging it down the hill. Right okay, you, it's not enough for you to jump on it and slide it down, but you're going to be able to drag it down the hill and you know, going back to Al, Alfred Almeida and, and Cheeseman yep. and, and and John J. Jr. and uh, you know Factor and Cal Calstrom, who sued, and Calstrom's case is going to be instrumental yeah. in a couple of lawsuits oh, yeah, that are absolutely. coming up yeah. soon too. Absolutely. instrumental, all of these building blocks they just continue to add up
0: now, how much <laughs> time do we have? We are due for a break, so if you want to just do some housekeeping, yeah. uh, we can move forward.
1: Yeah.
0: There you go. That was Mar- a different kind of break that I had in mind, but we, we'll go with it.
1: So I have a medical condition.
0: Marty's <clears> V-Burger. <throat> <laughs> Marty's v <Burger>. Martysvburger.com. <laughs> That's a
1: noisy knee, baby. Marty, thank you for reaching out to me so much. I'm just kind of out of the weather. I can't respond to lengthy emails or anything. Marty offered food, bagels, dropped it off at my house, so many other people. Thank you, but You can I'm, ship I'm them, fine. Marty, if you want. Not that You're not sipping them down there, no, okay. Marty. If bagels pass the Mason-Dixon line, they bloat it up.
0: <laughs> if a real bagel goes past the Mason-Dixon line, it will bloat it up. That's all right. I, I brought two dozen with me uh, from H&H Bagels, and I froze them. So That's a weak supply, lightweight. <laughs> so
1: Marty's V-Burger, com. Pick it up at Freakin' Vegans on Freakin' Fridays in Prospect Park. Uh, don't forget. Uh, U.S. Law Shield. If you don't have U.S. Law Shield and you live in New Jersey and you own guns and you're going to carry guns, U.S. Law Shield, use code GUNFORHIRE, one word, for 10% off. Don't forget to buy Decoding Firearms by John Petrolino. It's available on Amazon or the Gun for Hire Pro Shop. The Gun Lawyer Podcast, exposing the truth about laws designed to strip you of your freedoms. Gunlawyer.com, Evan Napin. Support those who support you. The Quarantine Crawl, 350 pro 2A businesses, products, and services. My book, Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game. Available on Amazon, Kindle, and at the Gun Stop. Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club, Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club, Tony Gallo, uh, Zen Float Center, Two Nineteen Park Avenue, Scotch Plains, ZenFloatCenter.com. Ask for Sharon Decker. If you're down in Mayberry with Sandy, Crossroads <laughs> Kitchen, K-R-O-S-S-R-O-A-D-S Kitchen.com. Also, just Shawn's, J-U-S-T-S-H-O-N-S, and then Mortgage Unlimited, my guy George. Uh, you need anything. Refi, multi state, FHA, jumbo, blah, 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 blah. Guy on a corner, whatever. George T at mortgageunlimited.com. Equine therapy for trauma, post stress disorder, post traumatic stress disorder. Guiding range, G U I D I N G R E I N S dot org. GuidingRains dot org. You got to check them out. So, Sandy, uh, this week, dr joe comes right to my house yeah i told you takes care of me takes the catheter out and everything uh for uh, a few shekels a month optimal health wellness nj.com many many gun for hire followers now have signed up for this service
0: it's really the best thing you would ever do for yourself and your family uh, if you get a taste of what concierge medicine is like, it's like old back in Mayberry, you know, when the doc used to come out. You, you have your really your own private uh, care doctor, and it is not for the super rich. It is no, something that everyone no. should really, really look into because I'm telling you, the state of the healthcare system um, is a bit sickening at the moment.
1: Depending mm-hmm. on you and the size of your family, it's a couple hundred bucks a month. Yeah, yeah. You have access 24-7. Right. I mean, I text him. This morning I took a picture of both my legs and I texted him because the right leg is still swollen. It's only uh, two weeks after surgery, right? Yeah. And he's like, well, it's looking good. How do you feel your mobility and everything? I'm like, fine. He's like, good. If you need anything, you know where I am. Come on, man.
0: Right. Where are you Come getting on. that in? You know, in, in the medical mill, you're just not going to get that. He
1: came to my house and removed the right. catheter,
0: right? Which okay. I told you, you could have just tied to the doorknob. And the door. <laughs> <Ooh>.
1: <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I mean, seriously, where are you going to get that kind of? Uh, where are going to get that kind of hookup? And you know, I can't mention names under HIPAA guidelines, but there's a bunch of uh, Gun for Hire alumni and supporters that have signed up for it, and they're very, very quite happy with it. So, yeah. um, all right, housekeeping is done.
0: All right, moving on.
1: Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Oh, God, I hate you. (laughs) I'm sorry. Did you hear that? Did I say that out loud? (laughs) Did you guys hear that? So let's talk a little bit about, you really did hear that, huh?
0: (laughs) Just go on.
1: Okay. This is, I got a couple letters. This is a good letter from Irving Louisa. They're moving the NRA dinner out from September till October. I will be pushing the crap out of it. Irving, send me all the updated brochure and stuff. It's in Hunterton County, uh, friends of the NRA. I will be buying tickets or a table or whatever, and it'll be in October. So I need to see the date. I hope I'm not going to be in Florida, but I'm looking forward to going. If not, I'll send some of my, uh, my crew. To go, uh, I don't believe I have the newest. Oh yeah, it's October fourteenth. I'm sorry, it's October fourteenth at the Hunterton Hunterton Hills Playhouse, and you can go to uh, the NRA dot org, or you can Google Hunterton Hills uh, Friends of the NRA. Um, really, you sh- you should be interested in going. So you know, one of our great uh, gunfire supporters, Rich Wagoner, sent me this really good email, Sandy, and you, as a physician, back in the day, you would like to hear this he goes Anthony I am encouraged to hear your surgery went well and I'm glad to hear you're looking forward to getting the next one done heal fast may I humbly ask a training reminder for you and us as you're a teacher I hope you don't mind too much he goes post-surgery we are all susceptible to blood clots the PSA request is that you me Tracy and all of us review the signs for clots breaking loose and having a strike a stroke he goes remember fast F Faith, watch the face stroke often leads to instant muscle loss on half the body most noticeably in the face mouth and cheek sag speech doesn't work uh, a watch the arms muscle loss affects the same side of the body all of the left or all of the right so the same side of the face that is sagging loses muscles control in that arm s speech facial muscles don't work so speech is distorted or non-existent t time time is absolutely critical today's medicines and technologies are becoming miraculous and reversing the effects of stroke and they're time sensitive don't wait call nine one one nine now he goes my friend this is personal two months ago my baby brother went in for shoulder surgery three weeks later he had a stroke when a clot broke loose he's a young man six-time iron man has a resting heart rate of thirty-eight to forty his wife recognized that what was happening, and within minutes, he was in a stroke center at the hospital. He was—he has lingering effects, but for God's grace, he's alive. Pictures are interesting, showing a now dead spot in his brain. Fascinating. But if she had waited or gone with her normalcy yep. bias, he'd have died. Absolutely. I look <clears> forward to your recovery, <throat> recovery, Wagner. You had a doctor schooled me on that. I'm taking two baby aspirins a day, by the way. I'm wearing compression stockings. I'm getting up and moving. I'm not laying around all day. I'm trying hydrating, doing everything i can uh long time gun for hire alumni uh rich Nairings, 52 years old had a stroke over the weekend oh
0: geez
1: Yep. Yeah, uh they caught it in time reversed most of it but his right hand is still a little uh a little numb so at 52 years old and the doctor came back and said all your markers look really good we don't know where the stroke came from
0: yeah we're seeing a lot of that Uh, Post-COVID? We're seeing a lot of that, yeah. Well, yeah, we're we're seeing a lot of that. Unexplained, well, unexplained, but not really too unexplained. Uh, Speaking of COVID, if you want a little bit of an update, I just got some data this morning from a colleague in Australia, and... If uh, right now, since we're not doing any testing in the United States, uh, we don't know that this to be um, common knowledge, but uh, BA-5 right now is at its highest attack rate in the history of uh, of the pandemic. So uh, BA-5, BA-4, BA-5 is it presents as a head cold, uh, typically laryngitis or some sort of head cold, that sort of a thing. And um the, uh, <clears throat> those are pretty much the symptoms Uh both, uh, my wife and I just have gotten over it. Uh, it was, uh, a, a bit of a bitch, uh, it took about three weeks for, for, for me to be pretty much clear of it. And, um, the tiredness is still there, but, uh, just be aware. Uh, it could be either asymptomatic, meaning you don't really feel anything, or it does present as a, uh, <clears throat> as a, an upper respiratory sort of a thing. And, um. That is kind of the good news because if you do get it, uh, we had thought from this point forward that you would have durable immunity going forward. We do know it it goes back in retrospect. So um, if you have uh, an infection with uh, this new Omicron variant, which everyone listening to me will be getting um, – It is 100% immune evasive, meaning that regardless whether you have had it uh, any type of COVID prior to this, uh, the immunity does not carry forward, nor does vaccines or 37 boosters or standing on your head and facing north. Uh, None of that is really going to have any effect whatsoever. Uh, They are telling us that the booster and the vaccine uh, is still preventing us from um, uh, hospitalization and death, although uh, we have not seen any hard data to that, um, pretty much from any of the the drug company trials or whatever, and we haven't seen it anywhere in the world. The troubling aspect of this right now, uh, from an epidemiological standpoint, is that um, we used to see this reinfection about every three months. Um, we are now seeing it in Australia every 28 days. No way. uh, Way. Uh, So unfortunately, it's going to put a big strain on the healthcare system. Right now in Australia, half of the docs and nurses are uh, down. And unfortunately, this is something we're going to have to learn to live with. I I mean, this is an, it's entered, in my opinion, the uh, uh, endemic phase, but it is a squirrely endemicity. Um, It is not acting or behaving the way a natural, uh, naturally occurring virus would be expected to behave. Um, it's thrown us a lot of curveballs. And uh, one of the things we're concerned about now is it, it is the most contagious disease in recorded history. I mean, it's up there with measles. And, um, <clears throat> but we are looking. Uh, it has not had its pathogenicity is what it's called, it, it, the ability to kill you. Um, has not remained high with this; it's been pretty low. So the, the hospitalizations have been down. They're, they're they're ticking up a little bit in the U.S., um, a little bit in the U.K., uh, a little bit in Australia. But the the death rates aren't aren't coming up. Thank God. Um, the concern is that it will move from an upper respiratory back to a lower respiratory disease and still maintain its um, um, its its R values. It's our it's it's um, uh, contagion uh, level of contagion, uh, and that would be a sideways shitstorm, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so, I don't know really what's gonna happen. No one really seems to know because, again, you know, it is not behaving as a natural, normal occurring virus. But if you are sick or if you have any, you know, a head cold or whatever, this the, the, the typical summer cold. Um, And if you go into your local CVS or Walmart or any of these other places and you look at the shelves for cold medicine and they are empty, um, it's a good sign that um, you are at a very, very high um, contagion period in your area. Um, I would just say be assured you are. Um, And if anyone in the family has uh, symptoms, it also seems to be evading um, the the LFTs, the... the, um, at home tests, uh, so for you know for whatever reason, um, so it's
1: not showing up.
0: It's not showing up. Yeah, it didn't show. I didn't test positive, nor nor did uh, my wife test positive. And um, from a number of colleagues, it's just not. It's just not showing up. Um, you know, it will show up on other tests that can be done. You know, in the hospital, we stopped doing those a long time ago. Um, you know, it's not politically um, expedient to. Uh, to continue to do that, nor really is it necessary. I mean, at this point, uh, we, we just know that if you got a cold in the summertime right now, chances are ninety-nine point nine percent that you got COVID, baby. Um, wow! And the you know it's going to be it's it's classic. I mean, it has its uh, the tiredness is really a really a, a problem, and uh, this the nagging cough. In fact, you probably heard me cough before. Uh, these coughing fits are still there. Um,
1: yeah. I just thought you were ill.
0: You were just, it again. was a TV again, yeah, yeah. Twin bellies. So, uh, yeah. So that's it. I mean, uh, just, just, just kind of be safe and precautions and whatnot. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Uh, that's ninety-nine percent of it. But you still. I usually get just it.
1: spit in them like baseball players. Not good. Uh,
0: well, yeah. I mean, it, I've, I've, I gave up licking doorknobs for a little while, but.
1: It's just, uh, hey, you, you want to change the subject and talk about a jackass? <laughs> yeah. You ready? Uh, Mayor Eric Adams, right? Who's a retired captain of police department who can carry a gun, by the way. Yeah. He did a press conference, (laughs) July nineteenth. He says that crime is not going to go down in New Jersey, uh, in New York, until we get rid of the catch and release, revolving door criminal justice system. He's a gun for hire radio listener. (laughs) But you know he didn't mean it because you know he takes Soros money and he's okay with the AG. Stop playing with your microphone, by the way. Am I doing it now? Yeah.
0: No, you were before.
1: Hey, that was my my. Uh,
0: Stop my phone, that! But, Stop that!
1: Okay. A G Bragg. Uh, but yeah, he's like you know, it's because of these re- repeat offenders. We're never going to get crime down. Who woke up?
0: Yeah. Right.
1: Who they just found out that over eighty percent wow. of the crimes committed in New York are repeat surprise, offenders. Surprise, I would never surprise, would have surprise, thought surprise. that.
0: Yeah. Maybe I somebody n- opened up a book.
1: <laughs> I never would have thought that crime is up overall forty percent across the board in New York. People don't wanna live there anymore. Okay, people don't want to live there. Everything rose up so much. And all of a sudden he has an epiphany. He's like, hey, maybe because we're not detaining people, maybe this is the reason why crime is going up so high. Maybe it's because we're arresting and releasing the same people over and over again. (laughs) What's that? The definition of insanity?
0: Yeah, exactly. You think he could have talked to one or two street cops, uh, you know, since they know the the shitbags by name. I know, but he was a captain. I mean, yeah, yeah, how long has it been since he time. walked the beat, for God's sake?
1: He had to be a cop at one time. He yeah, had to do
0: something. True, I guess. Okay?
1: Yeah. Uh, we all know about this kid in Indiana that took a shot. They say he took a shot at, you know, uh, I guess 50, 50 yards, uh, 40 yards. He shot 10 shots, 22-year-old kid in Indiana in the mall, and he hit 8 out of 10 shots. Wow. Uh, which I find incredible.
0: Absolutely And,
1: uh, you know, I'm waiting for more data to come out, but they said he was leaning against like a column and he had people running behind him and he was carrying under constitutional carry, which NRA-backed constitutional carry, which passed two weeks earlier. The kid was carrying. Twenty-two years old. The police chief said he will not be charged. The mall said he would not be charged because it was a gun-free zone. Guy walked in with an AR, started picking people off in the food court. This kid draws his gun, leans against a column, and fires ten shots and hits the bad guy eight out of ten times.
0: That's just incredible. If he and, wants, and here it is. Okay, it finally makes the news, but nobody's really saying that. that nobody, nobody. Uh, raises this guy up as a hero nobody says if it wasn't for this kid carrying that there would have been bloodshed for another hour and a half maybe just like it was in yeah, texas probably
1: probably 30 people
0: yeah sure yeah probably while, the, while 400 people, yeah. cops st- stood outside waiting hid. to,
1: yeah hit while using hand sanitizer and yeah, ordering yeah, pizza right, and stuff, right yeah. exactly
0: and and setting uh, up a command post So
1: uh, I'm waiting for all the data to come in because, you know, a witness said he was 40 yards away. And, you know, can you judge 40 yards? Seriously? Yeah. I I, I don't know. I don't know.
0: You know, Um, this all stems back to my favorite topic is Jimmy Carter. We have to thank for this. That's where the term first responder came from. mm. Prior to Jimmy Carter uh coining that term and developing this thing wait for the police officers they are the first responders wait for the fire department they are the first responders wait for the emts they are the first responders this is exactly how england went south to the point that they could sit by and watch a person drowned in a pond who fell over and was having an epileptic fit and was drowning in a duck pond while everyone watched and dialed 999 waiting for the, quote, first responders that no one thought to pour this poor, pull this poor SOB out of the duck pond face down in the water and just save his life. And this is what we've been coddled to at this point. We are the first responder.
1: Correct. You know, Vinnie Sister Nino sent me an email, and he's like, you know, this kid, you know. He heard the gunshots. He moved into a tactical position behind cover to find a supported shooting position, and he took 10 well-placed shots at over 40 meters. Response time and accuracy is remarkable and astounding. He then moved towards the perp with his gun aimed at the assailant, ushering people to leave the scene while he confirms that the threat is down. I think the actions and skill that saved many lives that day is definitely something Gun For Hire likes to stress in all of its students. The training is ongoing and necessary. Vin, Vince, Vinso, Absolutely. Vincenzo, Cisternino, Gun For Hire since the Belleville days, yes, Vin. You've taken a ton of courses from my place. That's why we recommend taking a, a lot of courses. Yeah. there's places out there advertising. If your department doesn't accept just the qualification, we're offering these courses too. Boy, boy, is that is that the appeaser? <sighs> That, that's we don't yeah. do that. All right. No. We, we, we don't have any. We don't stress any additional training to meet the requirements of the police department. We warn them and sue them. But we stress that you should take additional training. Holster draw, urban pistol. I just somebody I posted the other day on online. They're like, check Anthony's classes. I said, yeah, if you're a newbie, you should definitely take urban pistol one. You should take holster draw with me. I said, but you should also look at other schools all over the place, too, because there's no one dogmatic way of training. You want to learn all different ways. Right. So I, I tell people that all the time. We don't. We offer additional training, but for the application, we offer what you need to get your carry permit. All right. We're not going to do that. This is that's not our job. All right. We're, we're fighting to remove the illegal requirements. We don't want to have our customers comply and take their money. That's hypocritical. Right. You know, I'm not doing that. I can't be a Second Amendment advocate and then say you need to take this course yeah. and that course. And, to you appease know what? the
0: police department. You know what?
1: If they give you a heart listen, if if the cop says. If T N X says they want a notary on their qual form, you know, do you want to die on that hill? Notarize the qual <laughs> right, form. Right. But if they tell you you have to shoot the entire police qualification course and you need a use of force class and you need an NRA basic pistol and then you have to take a qualification from a place like me, well, now we need to have legal send them a letter. Yeah. And we need to learn them. If you need four applications, or you need an interview, or you need pictures, or you need a letter from a psychiatrist, we're going to fight that shit. Okay? But I'm not going to ed- tell you to appease them. This is, listen, we just had a huge decision. The Second Amendment no longer has two factor approval. All right? Son of a bitches. And we're going to get rid of the first factor in New Jersey as soon as we possibly can. Okay? You know, but think about it. This young kid was in a gun free zone, Sandy. Yeah. In, uh, yeah. In Indiana, in a mall. And, again, I'm waiting for all of the facts to get out. I heard he comes from an NRA family, and I heard that the NRA is trying to uh, interview him. And uh, so maybe more stuff will come out. Uh, but you know what? We, we do qualification out to 25 yards because we consider it substantially equivalent. It's the same course we've been doing for 29 years. There's places that do 15 yards. And we've had people cancel and say, I picked an easier course of fire.
0: Well, that's you know, just absolute <laughs> idiocy.
1: There's a perfect example. This kid shot 40 yards, even right. if he was from a supported position. I want to be able to shoot at least six rounds at 25 yards fairly accurately. Absolutely. Because if I have to shoot somebody at 10 yards under stress, it's going to be like shooting them at 25 yards yeah. away.
0: It's going, to, it's going to be like one tiny little ragged circle.
1: I tell everybody if your group at seven yards is the size of a lemon – Under stress, it's going to be the size of a grapefruit or maybe even a basketball. Maybe even a
0: basketball. All
1: right. Do you really want to screw around? Right. So keep practicing. And keep practicing at that small target and get better and better. We fail people. We keep a failure record of the people who are failing. You know, I'm, we'd fail this guy who's going to come with the single action. I wait, Rosie, why don't you come down and shoot with a ball and cap, six, six round <laughs> ball and cap? We'll let you reload between shots, Rosie. If I allow black powder in the, in the indoor ranges, I would let you do it, by the way. Uh, by the way, Rosie is uh, one of the big wigs at uh, Coalition New Jersey Firearms Owners. Great organization, um, yeah, great individual. Rosie keeps posting all the time his rants because we keep getting asked the same questions all the time. Yeah. When are yous going to get rid of the farm's ID card? <laughs> when are yous going to get rid of this? When are yous going to get rid of that? I'm working on it in my free time. Yeah. I'm working. If you know how many hours a day I spend on phones, Zoom calls, emails, and everything. I, and I'm not complaining. I love the game. I volunteer for this shit and uh i got a lot under my belt and i think it's wonderful uh do we you have, we have any more time
0: we've got uh six minutes
1: okay here's a good one so you know all these articles they're behind firewalls i can't read most of them but the record had one like you know uh planning on getting a gun prepare to train compare come, prepare to be sued you know of the, all the fear-mongering starts now oh, you know yeah. because 43 other states have allowed concealed carry forever. 26 of them are constitutional <laughs> carry, but New Jersey is different. Okay? Yeah,
0: it's good. It's different because, well, you know, it's different.
1: <laughs> so this is a middle of the road one. This is by Steve uh, Janowski in NorthJersey.com. I think it's an op-ed. He wrote, uh, New, Jersey, New Jersey is eager to strap a gun on their hip after the Supreme Court decision last month to loosen gun restrictions throughout the nation may want to step back and take a breath because even though the court struck down New York's restrictive process for obtaining a carry gun permit and simultaneously eviscerated New Jersey's similarly rigid standards, a host of questions remain on how to secure a permit, when and where gun owners will be able to carry their weaponry, and what sort of training holders should seek. Yeah, I love this tool bag. Then there's the question of how likely prosecutors are to bring charges against those who use their legally carried weapons. Well, they, the prosecutors don't bring charges against the real shitbag criminals, <laughs> yeah, exactly. so at least now we're going to give them something to
0: do. Something to do, yeah, exactly. We used to say can bring charges against somebody.
1: Right, oh, this guy's been arrested 62 times, he's used a gun eight times, right? Nah, we're not going to charge him. Oh, Joe Schmo, his house was getting broken into, and the guy threatened, cut off the path between him and his 10-year-old child, and he shot him in the chest. Yeah, we got to charge him.
0: Yeah, we got to charge him. Guy, he's a, he's a menace.
1: Yes, we got to charge him. So he wrote, It's very sensitive and not clearly defined, says Michael Epstein, a civil attorney from Rochelle Park. It's not really, I'm not really sure how some of this is going to play out. The confusion in part is the fallout from the Supreme Court ruling last month, which declared unconstitutional New York law. Yeah, we know that. New Jersey employed a similar law demanding that citizens outline a specific justifiable need for carrying a firearm in public. Although the court's ruling didn't specifically address the statute, the precedent torpedoes it nonetheless and plunges the Garden State into uncharted territories and waters.
0: Who who is this idiot? They couldn't couldn't, uh, interview (laughs) someone who actually knows something about firearms law in New Jersey? We had to get Michael Epstein. He's a civil attorney. Yeah, of course he does. He does wills and 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 uh, you know <laughs> he'll keep grandma out of the nursing home. Right? By the
1: way, I turned down no less than thirty media requests the past month. I don't feel like talking to anyone. Yeah,
0: enough. Where were you when we? You know,
1: I. But I don't feel like they're going to spin it anyway. Exactly. I don't. I don't. I don't feel like talking to them. Yeah. So, uh, but they they all just keep spinning it and playing it down, talking about how civilians should be trained like uh, police officers.
0: Uh, yeah, well, maybe better than police officers. You know, we've seen what happened with the NYPD, you know.
1: So now we have this woman. Let me see. Uh, what's her name? Laura Sutnick. Uh, Just because you have a permit to carry a gun doesn't mean all bets are off, Sutnick said. And if you think that when you're in a dangerous situation, you can fire away, you'll be fine. Maybe you will and maybe you won't, but it's going to depend on the facts. Defending yourself in court will be expensive. But beyond the money, there's the psychological toll of to cr- criminal uh Criminal trial takes well. Everybody out there, if you're new to the shooting sports, you should Google, uh, go on Amazon and get in the gravest extreme. By absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you should definitely read that book cover to cover uh, yeah, twice. It's, it's old, and yep. there's lamb chop uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sideburns. Side <laughs> uh, but the like information
0: that. is as pertinent today as it was back when Hoover was president. So.
1: You know, let's talk about uh, you know picking your carry rig how you're going to secure your gun when you're using a restroom, making sure you're not printing, Uh, what kind of safe are you going to buy to keep it in your car when you're entering a gun-free zone? You're going to be deholstering that gun, and you're going to be probably crossing the muzzle over your femoral artery. And uh, you might have your kids in the same car, so you're going to have to have a lockbox that maybe attaches to one of the feet of the seat in your car, unless you have a pickup truck and you can buy one of those console vaults or something in it. And uh, you're going to have to learn all the laws, and you're going to have to – everybody that qualifies with me gets an eight-page handout of use of force for civilians and retired officers because we don't have the uh, the immunity. Uh, what's it called? The uh, – oh, God, I can't Under think of it. Under
0: right?
1: Yeah, when you're a cop, you have qualified immunity. Right, you, right, We don't have qualified immunity, right? We have to depend on our own insurance, U.S. law shield, or if you're in New York, NY, TAC defense to, as, as a legal uh, – uh, organization to be behind you but there's so many factors that play out when you can and cannot shoot what you should be carrying you know again the adage oh i'm gonna what well, kind of i can't carry hollow points that's another one i shit. when are you guys gonna get us hollow points back in new jersey <laughs> i know i'm working on it i'm working on it every thursday morning i commit six hours a day to hollow point fights i'm getting it but listen if you're gonna shoot 115 grain fmj at the range all day and then you're going to put some exotic Corbon or guard dog ammo in your gun, that shit better run through. You better shoot a minimum of yep. five to ten boxes through your gun. Yep. And know it's expensive, you cheap bastards, but your life depends on it. But you better know all the laws, gun free zone or not. You better, listen, the number one place guns are left are in bathrooms. Yeah. All right, and they're going to be waiting. The press is waiting for one numnut out there to shoot himself in a car. One numnut to shoot himself or a family member or an innocent bystander one de-gunning and re-gunning in the car. They're waiting for that one person that leaves a gun in a the bathroom. They're waiting for that one person that pulls a gun over a parking spot against an unarmed person. They're waiting for that. You have to know escalation of force. You have to know de-escalation of force. It's very, very important. You need to know all of these tenets, okay? Just, you know, what did Cooper used to say? Putting a gun on your hip does not make you a pistolero, just like owning a piano does not make you a pianist. Yeah,
0: that's right. Okay?
1: It is the truth. It requires Many, many hours, countless hours of training, standing in an air-conditioned flat box range like mine and shooting at a Q target at 7, 10, or 15, or 25 yards does not equate to real-life shooting. That ain't shooting back at you. No, you need to put yourself under stress. You need to go through the entire process. You need to know the laws. Everybody is so hot to get this carry permit. And believe me, I trust many, many of you gun people out there. But looking at the line of questioning I've been receiving the past month, it scares the shit out of me. Because if you can't fill out an application or if you can't read three paragraphs of instructions. You shouldn't be carrying a gun. You know, how, how, how... how much are you going to apply yourself to learn yeah. the laws? Right. You know, think about right. this. You're in your car, you're a little fat, you got your gun on your hip carrying. You got your two kids in the back seat. Now you gotta bring them into the school, and the school's a gun-free zone. What are you doing? All right, you have a semi auto. Hopefully you don't have a single action cocked and locked, but you have a semi auto, strike or fire gun. You have to lean take the seatbelt off, lean forward, deholster that gun. Did you pre open your lockbox? Are right. you just going to lay that loaded Glock 43X in that lockbox? You're going to close it. It's cabled to the floor seat. Now you hide it, throw a jacket over it or something. Now you bring your kids into the school. You come back and you repeat the process. Did you ever holster seat it in a car when hmm. you're a little chubby? Right. I have. Right. Okay. Did you, have you ever notice how if you don't hold the muzzle out straight when you're sitting in a seat, you're definitely going to cross. If you're right-handed, you're crossing your right thigh. I don't know if you know, but there's a big pipe that runs through your <laughs> yeah. right thigh. Right. If you pierce or sever, make our that, skin, pipe leak. that pipe That mm. pipe. You have three minutes. That's about it. And you will pump out. Do you carry a tourniquet? Do you carry a? Did you take a stop the bleed class? Did you take a use the force class? Did you take a first aid class? Do you have a bug out bag with a first aid uh, kit in there? Can you Eastern. get to it? Can, uh, can you get to it as it's you're bleeding one. out? Yeah. It, right. Is, is a big one. Now, the other thing is, you know, we're all, a lot of these people are overly ambitious and they got the gun and they want to look at it when they take it out because they just had it stippled or something. <laughs> and they want to look at it real quick. So now they're, somebody in a car parked next to them sees you playing with a gun. Yeah. On the front seat of your car. Right. Yeah, this is not easy. And again, you're going to find carrying a gun is not comfortable. Like Clint Smith said, it shouldn't be comfortable. It should be comforting. And I'm going to go over this in more detail in learning in future shows. But I wanted to really stress the official misconduct uh, statute today because I'm I'm getting so pissed off about how many of these civil
0: servants. (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, that they're not slumber. being servants right. they're
1: civil rulers yep exactly by the way civil rulers all right sandy i am done thank you all for your support i'm getting better my poor staff i'm going to be going back into work a couple of days a week a couple hours a day starting tomorrow sorry staff i'm looking to buy a used bread truck anybody got a used bread truck for sale inside i need a lightly used bread truck
0: well, on that note, it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Good for our Radio. Good for Hour Radio is a kind of media production. The music used in this broadcast. is managed by Cosmo Music New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, author of Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal, and Beat Them at Their Own Game, available at the range in the gun store where you can shop for your carry gun and not a single action revolver. Uh, and Anthony just may sign the uh, book with uh, blood from his knee. I'm not sure this time where he's going to be getting it. But Wednesday, I get me staples taken out. Get your staples taken out. And you can get an autograph staple, too, as part of the book if you buy a dozen books. Uh, well, we love you guys. Again, please, if you are... Um, In So Inclined, go to uh, uh, GuidingRains.org and um, please uh, maybe make a donation to these guys. They're really doing great, great work. Uh, Also, if you are a uh, first responder or a vet and are suffering from PTSD or TBI or or any emotional issues at all, please reach out to these guys. But they do need some cash. Well, uh, we love you guys. God willing, Jesus tarries and the batteries. Hold out from New Jersey and the beautiful foothills of the Carolina. We will see you again (laughs) next
1: week. (laughs) Goodbye.